Welcome to the Steelers by the Lake podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner. Cody, how are you on this fine Friday evening? James, I'm doing all right, doing doing pretty decent. You know, just got home from work, took off my work clothes, literally didn't even put on other pants. I'm not going to lie, I'm not wearing pants right now, but I'm ready to record this podcast and go back to work. <laughs> wow. little unprofessional, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Got to be quick you know about what, Cody? it. Got to be quick. <laughs> Here's the no pants Fridays. I can't drink right now. I got to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's just an energy drink. Oh, shout fair. out to my uh, shout out to my brother-in-law, Jason Smith, for hooking me up with these. Hey, there you go. Jason's Jason, little little beefy boy. Yeah, man. A little beefy. Jake, I shouldn't say little. He does all those beast on the bay. Yeah, he does all those beast on the bay challenges, man. He'll go all over the place for him. He went to Seattle for one recently. That'd be pretty cool. It'd be probably cold like, and yeah. rainy most of the time, but probably pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, he did it like late summerish, I want to say. So it was like, why not? Yeah. Why the heck not? I don't know. Uh, I'm doing all right though. How are you? I, I don't want to. I never want to miss the how are you, James? You asked well, me. That's good because you already did it, and I once again say I'm okay. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, that's my all brain's right. Fried. My brain's fried. I'm ready to go you back know to who work. Who else's brain is fried? Uh, Anybody that's hoping that they can stay on the practice squad all season long and not have to worry about their job. That's true. Uh, as Pittsburgh made a couple roster moves on the back end of the practice squad this week, uh, we saw the addition of linebacker Caleb Johnson and tight end Scotty Washington to the practice squad. In order to make room, they released offensive lineman Obina Easy and tight end Noah Gindorf. Um, a little bit of inside info on this Scotty Washington, probably the more notable of the two. He is a former college wide receiver yep. uh, who was what a few years ago, like three years ago or so, was he a rookie? I want to say yes, was the, the yes, twenty twenty class. Uh, when he came out, he weighed two seventeen at the NFL Combine. He's now two forty seven. Uh, but he's a move tight end, and the Steelers happen to be playing against Evan Ingram this week. So it appears as though he was brought in to emulate Evan Ingram in practice and give them a good look at what it would look like to try to cover a guy that quick. Yeah. Um, Caleb Johnson, the linebacker that we brought in, did run a 4-4-4-40 in his pro day, Ooh. which is important to note. Smaller in size, but his his stats and everything, like his jumping ability and all that kind of stuff, kind of makes up for it. Um, not sure exactly, you know, why they bring in a linebacker. We do know that we're dealing with some injuries with Cole Holcomb having an ankle injury. He was full participation all week, however. Um, so there's some things going on there. We're not sure what their what their plan is with him. Um, so we'll just see. Could just be another body. They could be worried about injuries with that linebacker position. We've seen injuries all the time. Um, speaking of injuries, Cam Hayward did return to practice, opening up his 21-day window to return from the injured reserve. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, we need him back big time. And he was full participation uh, today. He didn't practice on Wednesday. He was limited yesterday. Full participation in practice today, not listed as a game status yet. Um, and we are going to roll over into those injuries. There are three guys that I'm going to talk about. I'm, I'm only going to go out of order for this just a little bit to talk about these three guys. The three guys that are listed as questionable for the game have me concerned, James. One is Levi Wallace with a foot injury. I'm not worried about that, quite frankly. The second one is James Pierre. Good special teams guy, good gunner. Could come in and play in a pinch if we needed him to, but listed as questionable. And then Joey Porter Jr. That's where I start getting concerned, not only because of the name, but because that's three cornerbacks that are listed as questionable <laughs> for this game. 
Not to mention not just three corners, but three outside corners. Yep. You know, it's it's not like this is a couple outside guys and a slot guy. This is all three of them are outside guys. So uh, hopefully at least one or two of them can go. Otherwise, you're definitely going to see Darius rush this week. Yes, sir. Um, if all three of them couldn't go for some reason, uh, wow, man, we'd be in some serious trouble. They might even call somebody up from the practice squad. You'd have to. You'd have to. <laughs> yeah. Because who you, yeah, you'd, mean, ha- you'd have Pat Peterson probably playing mm-hmm. outside. Darius Rush would probably come in and honestly play nickel. I don't know. I think what they do, they probably put Elijah Riley at nickel. And that's then, fair. Uh, Coming down from then the other dude, they just let him play outside and hope for the best. Uh, the guy <laughs> from the Vikings. Yeah, that's that. That would be my guess is they'd have the Vikings dude. Do we still have? Do we and, still have Anthony? No, Anthony Brown was signed off the practice squad. Yeah. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So interesting facts there. Let's go through the rest of this. Patrick Peterson's listed on the injury thing. He was just resting. Same thing with Isaac Ciamala. We'll get those two out of the way. Um, Anthony McFarland listed with a knee injury. Did participate all week. Fantastic Holy. news. Um, There's still a spot on the roster for him, too. They can call him up if they want to. <laughs> there is. Uh, Cole Holcomb, we already talked about. Full participation all week with an ankle injury. Uh, Nate Herbig was out with an illness. He full participated the last two days. Deontay Johnson with his hamstring injury, didn't do anything on Wednesday, didn't do anything on Thursday, full participation today. That is phenomenal. Uh, we already talked about Cam Hayward. Larry Ogunjobi, the defensive tackle with a shoulder injury, um, nothing on Wednesday, didn't participate on Thursday, full participation today, so that's going in the right direction. And then the other big concerning one, James, here is the outside linebacker, TJ Watt. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself, uh, heel injury, didn't participate the last two days, and then, or two days prior to this week or today, and then uh, limited participation on Friday. So, yeah, he so that's one to... of those nagging things, man. That it, yep, that might bug him the rest of the year, which sucks because uh, he's not gonna get his best chance of healing up is gonna be after a Thursday night game. Yep, uh, which luckily is they next, have this, two of them next week. Titans, right? Titans. Yeah, this upcoming week is a Thursday, so it's Sunday this in a couple days here and then a Thursday game um, yeah. shortly there. And he might, so. and he honestly, he might do the same thing where he won't practice two days and then practice the day, be- probably the day before the game. Yeah. Um, Pretty much a required thing for Tomlin. If you're going to play, you have to practice the, the last day. Yeah. Um, so excited for that. Let's go ahead and you want to go over to the Jacksonville Jaguars injuries here. There's a, a few yeah. that are already, few that are already listed out and a couple questionables. Yeah, so uh, first one, Tyson Campbell. Uh, that's one of their starting outside cornerbacks. He's listed with a hamstring injury, has been limited in practice all week long. Uh, their free safety, Andre Cisco, also has a hamstring, also has been limited in practice all week long. Um, staying within the position, Gregory Jr., also a cornerback, uh, also a hamstring, full participant all week, but has been listed as out. Uh, so they're down two corners, possibly down one at least for sure. Uh, defensive tackle, Devon Hamilton. I understand he's missed a lot of time so far this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, full participant already all week long with a back injury. Wide receiver Zay Jones has a knee, did not participate all week and is out. So uh, minus one of their top guys there. Trevor Lawrence has that knee. He's been limited uh, all week long. He will play. He it will play. 100%. He's playing. Yeah. Um, Offensive tackle Walker Little also limited all week long, also with a knee. 
Uh, also questionable, that one probably a little more actually reasonably questionable. Yeah. Uh, and then their last one, Brandon Scherf, a guard, limited and weak, all, all work, yeah, limited and work all week long with an ankle, also limited, uh, also listed as questionable. Uh, so some possible game time decisions with a couple of these guys already out, banged up offensive line, banged up secondary for these guys. Yeah. Yeah, potential for Pittsburgh to take advantage of a couple things there. I mean, especially if you lose TJ Watt, there's a chance you can still get some pressure. Bring Cam back. You know, if Cam is able to come back for this game and play, that's huge. Uh, a lot of potential things that could happen here with this. Um, now moving over and talking about their depth chart, looking at where they're at. Obviously on offense, quarterback Trevor Lawrence, he's going to play. He's having a phenomenal year. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's thrown... Eight touchdowns to three interceptions. I believe that's the number. Um, that sounds right. Yeah, so he's having himself a decent year. Uh, the wide receivers here, Christian Kirk, Jay, Zo Jay, uh, Zay Jones are listed as the starters. Again, Zay Jones is already out. Um, so they're probably going to be looking at Calvin Ridley, uh, Elijah Cooks, Tim Jones, and Jamal Agnew are the guys there. Parker Washington, another name on this team, James, we're very familiar with. Um, mm -hmm. The wide receiver out of Penn State. Rookie year, not a whole lot of stats right now. I don't think he's actually played except for on special teams potentially. But anyways, he's on the roster. He could get some playing time. Uh, offensive line, you got guys Walker Little at left tackle, Tyler Shately at left guard, Luke Fortner at center, Brandon Sheriff, which we talked about the injury with at the right guard position, and Anton Harrison at that right tackle position. So interesting offensive lineman. He's also injured, if I'm not mistaken. So then you have Cole Van Lannen. Uh, taking his spot after that. And then obviously the tight end that we already talked about as well, Evan Ingram, uh, very capable tight end, and Luke Farrell, and then also Brenton Strange uh, on the team, another guy we talked about outside of the draft. Very capable tight end group. I think Trevor Lawrence is probably top five guys in the NFL utilizing his tight ends in the passing game. So interesting mm -hmm. to see what's going to happen there. You want to look at the defense? Uh, not before mentioning the running back. Oh, uh, <laughs> Travis Etienne. <laughs> Travis Etienne, one heck of a running back, a very explosive guy. Uh, real quick, the right tackle, Anton Harrison. Uh, that's the rookie right tackle. Rookie, okay. Alabama, yeah. Uh, so he was in the same draft class here uh, with Broderick Jones. That does mean that T.J. Watt is going to have himself a rookie offensive tackle to go against. I love that for a matchup. I imagine that they're probably going to be doing a lot of chipping uh, they list Luke Farrell as a starter alongside Evan Ingram at tight end. And my guess is Luke Farrell is basically going to operate like a sixth offensive lineman on passing downs to help with TJ Watt. Uh, so I, I think this could be advantageous. Now, I understand uh, that Trevor Lawrence is one of the fastest, like, snap-to-release guys in the NFL. Gets the ball out real fast. Almost nobody gets to him because of it but you're talking about a left tackle with a knee injury and a right tackle that's a rookie. Uh, so I really like the opportunity there for our pass rushers, but that means our guys in the secondary need to have good coverage for the first couple of seconds. You need to make it so that Trevor Lawrence can't throw the ball right away. Yep. If he hits that third step in his drop and zips the ball out, you know it, nobody can get there that fast. Uh, so you got to make sure that coverage is tight early on and Joey Porter Jr. is one of those guys that does that real well. So uh, let's hope for the best on that. Uh, you look like you were looking something up there, Cody. I was just curious to see if I could find his, the average snap to pass time, but I was uh, they didn't have that listed anywhere. That's all right. 
Uh, the defensive line will start big boys up front, nose tackle, follow Runso Farakasi, defensive end, Roy Robertson Harris, and defensive end, Adam Gatsis. Big boys, they run a 3 4. Uh, so the outside linebackers, you might have heard of these guys Josh Allen, former first round pick, not uh, the quarterback, very, not the quarterback, but a highly skilled individual himself. Uh, the other outside linebacker, Trayvon Walker, former first round draft pick, also highly skilled. Uh, and then the middle linebackers, uh, Foyaseid Olakun and Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, also a high pick uh, middle linebacker and has had a very sharp young career. Uh, so very formidable linebacker crew here for these guys, for sure. That the linebacker second, crew, hey, that linebacker crew, nine and a half sacks yeah. and one interception for the year. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. So, I mean, seven of those sacks are Josh Allen's, but still. <laughs> I mean, what can we say? Eight of ours are from TJ Watt. Watt. So. <laughs> yeah, very similar book there for us. Uh, the corners, they've got three guys listed as starters. Darius Williams, Tyson Campbell, and Trey Herndon. I believe Trey Herndon is the nickel corner. Yeah, and Tyson uh, Campbell's Tyson, out. So Yeah, so that would put either Monteric Brown or Christian Braswell uh, in there starting for him, most likely. Uh, free safety, Andre Sisko. He was also on the injured list, so if he can't go, Daniel Thomas listed it as his replacement. Uh, and then strong safety, Sean Jenkins. Uh, so some talent going on in that secondary as well, but they're a little banged up. Yeah. Yeah, Darius Williams was that the guy that we talked about, older guy um, we talked about on Wednesday when we did our uh, pro sports fans live show on the pro sports fans app psf app if you guys haven't downloaded it go ahead and go download it um but already has three interceptions on the year and two forced fumbles so he's having himself a year um a guy that you got to watch out for in the passing game for sure and then we take a look here at the special teams brandon mcmanus is the kicker logan cook the holder um and punter ross matisic is the long snapper because they matter and then sick sick Long snap, or excuse me, punt return and kick return is Jamal Agnew with Parker Washington backing him up. Um, Jamal Agnew is a speedy man at 5'2", 190 pounds. So we'll see if he uh, gets any returns on us. Hopefully not. Hopefully we force a fumble. That's what I'm calling right now. Special teams force fumble. Nice. Let's go. Um, that's Special wrap- teams wise, look out for that long snapper, man. Anybody who's got a name. Sick. <laughs> I mean that's 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 a talented dude for sure. So yeah, he doesn't have any uh, touchdowns on the year as a long snapper, so that's good to know. Uh, <laughs> just saying stupid baloney, stuff. Man. I know he's not trying hard enough. Clearly, um, clearly. So that's their depth chart. We're gonna go over our three keys to success to making sure we leave uh, with a victory on Sunday, or I should say, we stay home. We're not leaving. They're coming to us. Um, and also, before we even get to that point, I want to talk one thing real quick. Um, for anyone that saw the news, oh, Trevor Lawrence disrespected the terrible towel. The only reason I'm giving this attention is so that you guys understand where James and I are. We are not going to come on here and flame up something that's not even there. Uh, I I watched the interview and he was just asked, Hey, do you know about the terrible towels in Pittsburgh? And he's like, Oh yeah, those little yellow towels. It was made out to seem like he said it disrespectfully. He didn't. He went on to talk about how. Pittsburgh has an aurora, an aurora around them as a city, as a team, as a uh, stadium that he's excited to play there. It's like checking off one of the cool stadiums in the NFL. Uh, very respectful about Pittsburgh and their uh, just their environment and the the uh, 
like the vibe that we have. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. If anything, he was complimenting the city and the tradition and everything. Drastic. Uh, so yeah, being drastically overblown by some uh, some folks in the media. Big surprise. Clickbait. <laughs> What's not clickbait is our three keys to success. Cody, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? You can go first this time. All right. Just because right, I have I'm one that I think it. might be the same, and so I want to change it if it is. Okay. Very fair. Very fair. My first key to success. Uh, we're going against a highly skilled quarterback. I want to see 27 points or more by the Pittsburgh Steelers. That would be the highest mark for them on the entire season. Yep. I think if you can put up 27 or more, you're going to win this game. Uh, at least you're going to have a really good chance to it. Uh, number two. Still around the thing of that quarterback. I want to see the defensive line get sacks this game. I'm excluding TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith in this. I'm saying I want to see Larry Ogunjobi, Keanu Benton, Marvin Leal. Cam I want to see these guys get after the quarter. Man, I'd love it if Cam comes back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, this prediction looks a lot sexier if Cam comes off the injured <laughs> list tomorrow. Uh, but we'll find out because they always activate people from the IR on Saturdays. Uh, so look for that. If anything happens with Anthony McFarland or Cam Hayward, it'll happen tomorrow. Um, number three key for me, Kenny Two Gloves with two TDs. Uh, I'm looking for him to get two touchdowns again. Now, I don't care if he gets one scrambling or one passing, both scrambling, both passing, any combination of it. I want two TDs from our team leader on offense this week. Very nice. Very nice. I like it. Uh, we don't have any of the same success, uh, same keys to success, so that's good. Uh, my first key to success is going to be win the turnover battle. <laughs> no, I'm not using that one. That's always a key to success. You do, you win the turnover battle, you win games. Um, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, it's like a 90% rate. It's probably pretty close. It might be, it might be lower, honestly. Some games are just weird. Um, anyways, my first key to success is continue to pound the rock. We got to see what Pittsburgh was able to do last week. You, we went from having zero rushing touchdowns on the year to three in one game. Uh, I want to, I'm calling for three again. I'm calling for three rushing touchdowns. Ooh. I don't care if it's Najee. I don't care if it's Jalen Warren. I don't care if it's Kenny Pickett. I don't care if it's Calvin Austin on an on a end around. I don't care. Three rushing yeah, touchdowns. Hey, you never know. Three rushing touchdowns. Second thing, second key to success for me is allow Kenny Pickett to make the play calls. Continue to give Kenny Pickett more control of this offense. We talked about it on the Ravens game that he audibled out. I want to see Kenny Pickett kind of take control. And it's hard to tell. This is a hard key to success um, in order to say, oh, yeah, this happened or not. Um, but I'm hoping that it does happen is that Kenny Pickett audibles out of things if he doesn't like the reads. I think that he's finally getting into a comfortable rhythm again this year to do that. And I think we saw that, you know, every time that he sees George Pickens one-on-one, he audibles George Pickens or throws it to him if he's, you know, one-on-one because he knows he's going to get that back shoulder throw. Um, last key to success. James, you're going to like this one. Next man up. I want to see somebody <laughs> take a step up, whether it's a corner, whether it's Darius Rush coming in and having to play corner, whether it's even at this point, I would still consider Joey Porter Jr. next man up mentality kind of thing. He's not the starter quite yet. Um, at least not the entire game. So I want to see whether it's the secondary, whether it's, you know, we're talking about Elijah Riley coming in and potentially playing um, in the cornerback position. Same thing on the offensive side of the ball. If we have injuries to the offensive line, if certain things have to happen, 
I know we're not dealing with anything specifically right now, but there's been times where, you know, injury happens in the middle of the game. Next man up's got to come in and play well. That's my thing. I don't care where it comes from. Honestly, I Rodney Williams get a touchdown. I would be stoked. He's going to play. I would be stoked. At, at this point, same thing with Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington needs the score. Um, yeah. Next man up mentality. We're still dealing with the Pat Fryermuth stuff. Deontay Johnson probably going to play, but if not, you know, next man up, technically Calvin Austin. Um, next man up mentality. Get involved. Do something. Make routine plays routinely. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. How about routinely throw to the tight end? That'd... <laughs> the start. That's how you kind of get yeah. them involved in the middle of the field. Um, mm-hmm. You got anything else before we end the show, James? No, no. I think that covers it pretty well, man. I'm excited for this week's game. It's, uh, I think this has the potential to be a fun, high-scoring game. It does. It does. Real excited. Make sure if you're in Pittsburgh, you wave your little yellow towels. Uh, we're super excited for this game. We'll be waving them at home. Uh, if you guys haven't, again, remember to download the Pro Sports Fans app, PSF, uh, PSF on your phone or mobile device, whatever you're using. Uh, you can download it on the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. Um, we have a live show on there called Midweek Mayhem every Wednesday at 7 o'clock, 7 to 8. Uh, we just kind of talk about anything and everything. If you guys can live comment on there, talk to us, share thoughts with us. Same thing with on these posts. You can comment on them, tell them what you tell us are your three keys to success. If not for this game, for next game. If you if you share your stuff with us, we'll share it on the podcast. We'll happily talk about you um, on the podcast. And by the way, my manager did not say my pleasure. He he made sure to bring that up the other day. He's like, I don't think I said that. Remember when we talked about my manager at work? Ah. <laughs> good, good old Mike Evans, not the one from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not um, Mike Evans. <laughs> not, not that Mike Evans. He's not quite that tall. Uh, not the real Mike Evans. He's the real Mike Evans. Is that Evans. his Twitter handle? Not the real Mike Evans? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if he has Twitter. I don't have to ask him. Uh, but again, thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. Huh? Oh, on X, X.com. Cause it's <laughs> but you still go to Twitter.com and it goes to X. Anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody. Signing off. Peace.